Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Lori Mustard, Winnipeg Free Press columnist, joining us now. Lori, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hal. You have been many things, uh, my friend. You've worked on telethons with me over the years. You were in the Winnipeg Sun, as I am now. You've been here on C. What positions did you hold here at CJOB, and who are some of the iconic characters, the legendary characters that you've worked with here at CJOB? Well, I um, I worked. <clears throat> I, I went to CJOB in 1977. And uh, I needed a job because I'd majored in theater and sang in a band and done all that stuff. And then yeah. I got to the point where uh, I either had to decide, I had to decide whether I was going to go and do six weeks work at a time in theater, which uh, kind of made me go, mm-hmm, because I wanted a home and a family and a, you yeah. know, a base. And so I just made up a tape and I went to the nearest radio station in my house uh, and it was uh, CJOB. Wow. So I got hired from that tape that I made up, uh, but they didn't have anything open on the air. So the first thing I did at OB was I was in the copywriting in the ad department, yeah. and I did that for a while. And then I, uh, and then they, there was the thing about OB at that time was that there was nothing open on the air because. People worked there till they died. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> if they said, well, no, we want you on air, it's, but you just got to wait till, <laughs> you know. On so I said, they, I said, look, this is great being hired, but um, I, it would be nice if I had a paycheck. And they said, <laughs> uh, well, you know, there is, uh, there's an opening in, you know, uh, copywriting. I said, well, you know, I, I wrote at university and I write. Yeah. And I, I said, I'll do it, we, whatever. So I got in. I did that for a while, and then they wanted me on air. So uh, John Cochran at the time said, I, I, I want you to go in, do traffic, morning and afternoon. And he said, that's how I, I'm going to get you into those shows that I want you on. <laughs> he said, but all I ask is that you please include some traffic. Because <laughs> 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 he put me in there to just, God, uh, just, you know, have a blast yeah, and cause right. mayhem. So I, I did that, and then Red Alex and I did the. Uh, it just shifted along and 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 uh, slipped into being just the morning show was the perfect thing. And then as of yeah. 1980, uh, Red and I co-hosted the morning show till 1991 together. Hmm. Wow. Um, and you've done so many things, and it's great to talk with you. And how dare you expect a paycheck when you got into radio? How dare you, I, Lori I, Mustard? That's the thing. <laughs> no, <it was> ridiculous. <laughs> Some things haven't changed. That, that oh. by the way, has not changed. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, you beat me out. Uh, we're both auctioned. We love auctions. I can't go to them anymore. My wife has, has said I can't go to them anymore. Uh, you beat me uh, for uh, a great microphone that you ended up getting. And I just got an email from Stan Kubitschek, of all people. Oh, man. And he says, hey, uh, before you talk with Lori about his uh, restoration project on this train caboose, remind him uh, that he bought my 1979 Monte Carlo from me for 300 bucks. Stan says, I won that one. Uh, it became his daughter's first ever car. Uh, it was, yeah, that's true. Now, um, of <laughs> course, we all have fun with each other in this business, and so... Yeah. What I did was I had that car here, which I have to say, Stan, uh, it, it's like it was through a demolition derby. 
<laughs> inside and out with Stan owning it for, I think he owned it for a month and took it from 15. <laughs> ruined it. No, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't know how long he had. Anyway, yeah. bottom line is, the fun I had with that was, uh, a woman came by to a garage sale I was having here, and she saw the car, and we got talking, and it ended up that she works with Stan. And so <laughs> I said, when you go back and see Stan say, I bought this phenomenal car at Mustard's Place, and I got I got it for like twelve hundred bucks, <laughs> which would drive Stan nuts. It drove him insane. Yes, the feedback I got, right? Which was, you know, which I loved. Yeah. So yeah, that's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Listen, enough screwing, enough messing around. I love it. I could sit here the whole half hour and do this with you. Uh, but listen, you love old stuff, right? I mean, you you've always collected. I've always collected, and you somehow got your hands on this train caboose. Before we get into the restoration part of it, how did you get a caboose? Where did you find that? I went to a, an auction at a farm at Gordon, Manitoba, which is just off the northwest perimeter sort of toward Gross Isle. And uh, it was on a farm that kind of was alongside the railroad tracks. And when they were decommissioning the old wooden cabooses, I guess those folks bought one of them and, and had it dropped off there. And it wasn't, it, it, the trucks were removed, the wheels. So it was basically just the, the cabin. And I went to this farm auction and there was a caboose there. And uh, in my family, there'd been lots of railroad history. So I just thought, wow, that's phenomenal. And yeah. so bottom line is I ended up bidding on it uh, against another guy whose uh, kid told me that he said, my dad's buying me that for a playhouse. And I kind of had to go <clears throat> in my head, I don't think so. So I... Uh, <laughs> His dad and me were bidding on it, and I bid eight hundred and fifty bucks, and his dad gave Come up. Come on, you're kidding! Eight hundred and fifty bucks, and oh then it gosh. cost me a thousand dollars to move it home. Brunger Brothers from Toulon, and they yeah. they picked it up and brought it home, and it's just been here ever since. Uh, and it's it's fabulous. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Please go and see a picture of the finished caboose on my social media uh, feeds at uh, Hal Anderson on Twitter, Hal Anderson uh, thirty four on Instagram, and Hal Anderson and Hal Anderson Productions on Facebook. Or do go check Lori's on on uh, social media as well. So, how long has it been then, from when it ended up at your place after you found it at this auction sale to now a finished, beautiful old caboose? It's been painted like three times. I'm not sure when I got it. I think it's like 1990, early 90s, someplace oh in there. I can't remember. But uh, <laughs> um, I'll tell you one interesting thing about it. It's got, uh, I took the original oil burning stove out of it. It's a 1905 CN railway caboose and the numbers wow. were on it. And I checked those numbers and I'm going to put the number back on it again now. But it, I believe that it went back and forth, spent its life going from here to Fort Francis and back. And, uh, um, and I have in it, the stove I have in it now is a cook stove. You and me, you know, rescuing old stuff. Yeah. This cook stove is the summer kitchen cook stove, the actual one out of the John Taylor farmhouse the original farm taylor wow. uh john taylor farmhouse so it's it's a neat piece of history when you think of the conversation yeah. just around that you know and, right. and over the years there's been i i didn't put power in it because i wanted my kids to grow up learning how to or knowing how to do what 
the pioneer people did, which is mm-hmm. they had to start the stove and heat it up and light the, the lanterns that are in there and trim the wicks and do all that stuff. So they'd sleep out there in the winter and they'd... Uh, forget and wake up in the middle of the night frozen half to death and then have to start the stove and yeah yeah so <clears throat> you you, you like old i mean you, you're like me you you know especially stuff from the past right because there's a story and i've got all kinds of things and i know some of those that, that's the interesting part to me is finding something and then going there's got to be a story and then discovering the story but listen i, I think people like you and people like me we do this because we love the past we love the stories but it's also about it carrying on right to the next generations beyond us somebody's going to find that caboose again one day Lori. your family's going to cuss you when you're gone and they're going to go we got all this stuff now that we have to deal with but somebody's going to get that caboose and all the other stuff and it it it, it carries on oh yeah i have the eaton's clock were you aware the of that? The actual Timothy Eaton's clock? From the main floor of Eaton's, yes, I have it. Wow. And that's so you've got way too much to cool me. stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And I have, uh, if you've got a minute for an interesting story, yep. I was out at Al Simmons' place dropping off some stuff <clears throat> uh, a few years ago after his fire, and he was, you know, he needed things to make props from and everything. So I was out there, and then he said, oh, you're... You, with your truck. He said, there's something we have to pick up in, in Enola. And uh, he said, I don't have the truck to carry this. So I said, sure. So we went in and picked it up. And it turned out to be a window display, 1956 window display from Eaton's, um, a Christmas display. And it's all animated and it works. And it's a guy carrying presents. And, and it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's got a huge history of people having seen it so i said okay so we're, we're taking this back to your place he says oh no i i don't have room <laughs> he said, it's yours you're, you're the one with the shed it's going to your place oh that's so, so typical so it's still here like uh, it's here it's uh, it, the feeling you get off that is just phenomenal same with the eaton's clock millions of people over the years have been under that clock and met under it and yeah it's, I, I want to redo it. It's got two sides broken out of it because of a forklift thing, but it, it's, they're just plastic things. It's easy to replace that part. Mm. I want it to be restored and be able to be taken out to charitable events like big dinners and stuff and say you can, once again, you can meet under the Eaton's clock to make your donation or yeah. whatever. That would be cool. Yep, that really would be. Hey, Lori, keep it up. I love uh, uh, Scott just sent in a text message here, 204-780-6868. Hal, I just checked out the picture uh, on your social media on Twitter, and Scott says, would Lori be offended if I said nice caboose? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, you know, in any way he wants to mean that, I believe it's true. Lori, thanks. Go ahead. Um, Stacy Bugs Drucker, uh, yep. stick with a brush because She's that's great. who painted it. She's wonderful, yep. and there's a whole story behind that. And also, a uh, wonderful artist friend of mine, Deborah Elizabeth, who suggested the color combo, which was a deep ketchup red and mustard yellow trim. And well, well, it has uh, to be it, mustard yellow, yes. Of course, it does. So yes. yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm thrilled with it, and. Um, I, I can see lots of gatherings here once the COVID yeah. thing is over again and, yeah. and uh, some good times. 
Hey, Lori, thanks a lot for doing this. Keep it up. I love it. You're collecting stuff, and as I said, you're carrying it on so other people can enjoy it down the road. Thank you. Thank you, Al. This has really been really been fun. Thanks. Yeah, lots of fun. Thank you. Laurie Mustard, columnist, Winnipeg Free Press. You can check out his completely restored tra- uh, train caboose. A nice one, apparently, according to Scott. And uh, Laurie agrees. You can see it on my social media channels, my social media platforms. Hal Anderson on Twitter, Hal Anderson 34 on Instagram, and Hal Anderson and Hal Anderson Productions on Facebook. Or go and find Laurie on social media as well. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.